Good morning, good morning and welcome to the Ryan Tuberty Show. I'm Baz Ashmawi. I'm, uh, I'm stepping in for Tubbs while he's away for the next few days. But he'll be back. He'll be back very soon, so don't fret, don't fret. Uh, I hope you're going to keep me company today and for the rest of the week. Now look, if you have any New Year thoughts or messages you want to share with me, you can of course text me in on 51551 or you can email us here at ryan at rte.ie. Right. Had a very emotional night last night. I did. I, I took down the tree. Jack, did you take down your tree yet? Jack, Jack's nodding. He did. He did indeed. I, I won't lie. I did. Kieran, did you take down your tree? He, everyone took down the tree. Right. I didn't want to because it was kind of like the only normal thing during Christmas was was that tree. Outside was madness, but inside that felt normal. And there's a comfort in, I look over, I'm watching a movie. I look over the twinkly lights and it just, it's like having a pet. There's a certain level of, of comfort, you know, that I, that I felt, you know. Um, but but it, that normality that I had inside the house, that was nice, you know. Um, apart from the fact that my teenagers think I invented a pandemic just to you know, root around in their navel cavities. Um, but but anyway, um, Tanya moaned it down, right? She, from from Actually, from New Year's Day, she wanted to take the tree down, which what type of sick, grinchy person takes their tree down on, on New Year's Day? Like, really? Like, just ridiculous, you know? But, but so every day she was like, you're taking it down today, you're taking it down today, you're taking it down today. So I was like, okay, listen, I put it up, so I will take it down. Now, I should explain something. I have a fake tree. I don't, I don't like fake trees. I've never really had a fake tree before. But I think back in, it was back in like 2020, I had a tree and it died on me, which I'd never had before in the middle of Christmas. So about 10 days before Christmas, the tree died. The kids were all going, I think it's dying. I said, no, it's not. And I was spraying it and I was, I was trying to maintain it. And it did die. And the day it died, right, the day it died, I found a dead bird in my driveway. And it was all, all felt a little bit ill-fated. Do you know what I mean? It felt a very, so I said, okay, look, I'm not going to buy another, another tree for 100 euro. I'll go buy a fake tree. You know, I'll buy a decent fake tree. And, and that's what I bought. But I don't, I don't like the fake tree. And last night I was quite stressed taking it down on my own. And I can only describe uh, what happened as a, as a hate crime against this tree. I've never, I've never physically or verbally abused any inanimate object, apart from maybe Alexa. I have a very I have a very toxic relationship with Alexa in my house I keep asking her to play the Stone Roses and she keeps playing Frozen and it's just me cursing a lot at Alexa it's just kind of pushing me over the edge anyway the point is I spent 35 minutes trying to untangle lights I'll cut I'll tell you now they didn't make it so they're like they're like two basketballs in the corner of the room that I know will drive Tanya insane so she'll go over I have little cuts all over my arms look Little cuts from trying to bear hug this fake tree, right, and get it into the box that I was then trying to duct tape on my own while my children were laughing at me the whole time. I would be upset, only my kids went back to school today. Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? No, I'm telling you, I am so happy they've gone back to school. I understand how people feel and they're nervous about it and, you know, the teacher's doing a great job, but they had to go back to school. My kids, honestly, they're, they've, and they didn't want to, 
but they've been underneath my armpit every day for like three weeks. I have that thing, you know, where you, it's like, you know, when someone loses an arm, they have that phantom feeling. I keep looking under my arm, see if there's a nine-year-old asking for a cheese toasty. That's, that's what it's like. But if they didn't go back today, I'm telling you, I would have raided, I would have stormed the school like a Trump supporter on the White House. Donny O'Sullivan would have been outside going, yeah, Baz has leapt through the window and he set a lollipop lady on fire. Jack's, uh, Jack's head is in his Sorry, that's not PC. A, a lollipop person on fire. No, no, I'm joking. I wouldn't have done any, but I'm just so happy they've gone back. That's the truth. I just feel like my kids didn't even see their cousins over Christmas. They were very isolated. Now, we kept them distracted and happy, but seeing them go back today, hallelujah. It's great. Honestly, it's brilliant. How are you feeling about it? How are you feeling about your kids going back to school? Um, text me, 51551. Right, I've upset Jack already this morning. We'll have a look here. What have we got? Gal Gadot admits a celebrity-filled uh, Imagine video at the start of the pandemic was in poor taste. She's still apologising for this. Have we got a clip of that just to remind people? Can we play that? Imagine there's no heaven it's easy if you try. No hell below us. Above us only sky. Imagine all the people. Living for today. Okay, as someone who, who, who prides himself on making fatal mistakes in his career and personal life throughout his life, what were you thinking? What were you thinking doing that to imagine? Honestly, so it says here, uh, Gal Gadot admitted her celebrity-filled Imagine video at the start of the coronavirus pandemic was in poor taste. You think? Honestly, it's terrible. The 36-year-old partnered with Hollywood stars, including uh, Kristen Wiig, uh, Will Ferrell, Natalie Portman, and our own Jamie Dornan uh, for the stunt, which saw the stars each sing a line from the John Lennon 1970... God, just stop. Why did you do that? Um, uh, Gadot said, we're in this together. We will get through it together. I hate people who say that. I can't can't bear it. I can't listen to people who say that. It's... How could you be in it together? It's so different for everyone. It really is. Some people have had such an awful time. Um, but the video posted in March 2020 was branded tone deaf, agreed, uh, with people calling out the celebrities for saying we're all in this together. Other criticised some of the wealthiest people in the world for singing the line, imagine no possessions, which was seen as an empty gesture as millions faced losing their jobs, homes and loved ones in the f- face of the virus. The Wonder Woman star told InStyle magazine with the hindsight the video was uh, was viewed more than two million times on Instagram was premature. I think it was indeed. Let me just see now. Let's go. Uh, what's happening here? Japanese dating app inspired by pandemic encourages office romances, fights isolation and loneliness. Is office romance? I thought that you're not supposed to have office. Are you supposed to have a? I don't work in an office. You got Karen can fill me in. Conventional wisdom tells us it's wise to keep our work and private life separate. But in Japan, with loneliness at an all-time high due to the pandemic, more than 800 companies have signed up for AI-powered dating app in the hope of helping their employees find love. Maybe something uh, Radio 1 could do. 
What do you think? Uh, it opened the possibility of office romances, but Japanese bosses believe that happy workers are more productive workers. With almost two years of COVID-19 limiting the opportunity for young Japanese to interact in person, the app known as Ailgoen guides courting couples in their text message chats by suggesting questions to keep the conversation flowing. Oh, it's like, a, it's like an Alexa for date naps. That's an awful idea. So as you're texting, it says, now's a good time. Ask him out. Do you know? I'm very intrigued. It also tells the user the right moment to ask the other person out on a date as the chat is in progress. Japanese companies and organisations who are using uh, the app say they're giving their employees access to a deep pool of potential romantic matches who have secure jobs at respected companies and share similar values. Um, My goal was to create a platform that would create it easier for employees to achieve a work-life balance and in turn boost the company's growth as well. Japanese office culture is, do you know, like they they don't fire you. I heard this before. They don't fire you. What they do is they stop giving you work and give you a desk, like facing a wall. And they they break you down until it's so you're, you feel so disrespected that you quit, which just would never work in Ireland. It'd just be some guy with the mirror just reading it every day, just going, I don't care. I'm getting paid. I'm happy out. I don't think it would work, but a dating app, and eh, never know. What we got here: thirty percent of smokers increase habits since pandemic. Really, I thought a lot of people were giving up during the pandemic. While some people use the pandemic as an opportunity to quit smoking altogether, more than a quarter of smokers now smoke, smoke more than they did in March 2020. The national lead for the HSE Tobacco's Free Ireland program has said. Uh, Martina Blake said that COVID-19 brought a mixed bag when it came to efforts of reducing smoking. Giving up smoking is, man, I've given up everything, but giving up smoking is just, you're, you're always a smoker. Just know that. You're always a smoker. I gave up years ago. I chew Nicorettes every day. Every day. Like every day I, I'm in Tanya's ear just chewing Nicorettes. I'm driving her slowly insane. It's the only, it's the only bonus there is to, to giving up smoking is that. And she moaned that out of me as well. It's amazing. I had one little collapse lung and do you know what I mean? And that's it. I had to give up smoking. It's an awful thing. If you smoke, honestly, I feel sorry for you. It's not easy. Um, the latest Healthy Ireland survey shows we're at 18% of the population who are current smokers. She said the survey in 2019 um, and the... According to that survey, around 3 in 10, 29% of smokers are either trying to quit or actively planning to do so. However, 28% of people who smoke say they smoke more than they did before the pandemic arrived. Uh, for some people, they've used it as an opportunity to quit. I had a mate, right, and he was sending me text messages, right, with photos of the money that he'd saved. So he was, the exact amount of a pack of cigarettes, he would just stack it up. And it was quite impressive when visually you see all the money that you can save, do you know? So it was, uh, it was quite inspiring for him. Yeah, so that, that works. Maybe you've got some tips for giving up smoking. I think cold turkey. Is that the way to do it? I think just cold turkey it. Just lock yourself in a room, Netflix, just bang your head off the wall for 10 days and get it out of your system and, you know, just go for it. Here we go. The toy that nibbles your worries away. I'm scared to read this and so is Jack. Um, for those who are in search for a gadget to help them decompress, this one has a real bite. A soft toy, I should explain, there's a picture of a, of a young lady and she has a very cuddly toy and her finger is wedged in the mouth of the teddy bear. 
that's that's the picture I'm looking at. Right, a soft toy that nibbles gently on your fingertip to alleviate stress has been unveiled. It mimics what dogs, cats and babies do, which can be a source of comfort to people. Hmm. Sucking your finger. Right, okay. Users can select one of two dozen nibbling patterns, including massaging and suction modes. Hmm. I can see that being a problem. The battery-powered Amagabi Ham Ham is the name, Amagabi Ham Ham, which roughly translates as sweet biting in Japanese, was... Res- re- I just... I know how cheap I am. I just... I, maybe I just start sucking my own fingers. Does that work? Does it? There you go. Finger licking good. Was revealed as the Consumer Electric Show in 2022 in Las Vegas. The gadget is expected to cost around €35. Euro. Its inventor even claims he uses one while driving to lower his stress levels. So next time you're with your partner and they're looking very stressed about something, just pop a finger in your mouth and just nibble on it for them. And they'll maybe their stress levels will go down. They don't slap you. So what else have we got? Uh, other innovative designs on the show, uh, technology show, include a mattress topper that mimics the effect of caffeine on your body before you get out from under the duvet. I like the sound of that. Um, a patented technology emits a low-powered electromagnetic field that stimulates the body's cells to react in the same way they would to coffee. That's amazing. So you just set it on a timer and then it wakes you up with this, with this magnetic electromagnetic field. Customers can uh, set a schedule for the topper so that it acts as an alarm in the morning to help them wake up. It takes effect after 15 minutes and will wear off straight after the session ends. The topper can also help users nod off in the evening by generating magnetic waves that trigger melatonin, often referred to as the sleep hormone. Sleep. I'm having an awful time with sleep. Really battling it. I'm battling, I'm taking melatonin, CBD, you name it. And I'm still getting up about four times a night. Anyway, uh, will we go to a break? Or let's take a track, actually. Let's take a track. Let's take uh, Come Back Girl. Republican loose comeback girl. That, that just makes you move your tush, isn't it? I'm just bopping in this chair. I feel you listeners are really missing out on, on the visual of me sitting in this desk. Uh, anyway, uh, text in. Uh, Hi, Baz. Christmas not over till after the 6th of January. Little Christmas, or as it's called in Kerry, Little Women's Christmas. What about the big women? Huh, Helen? Nah, what? Uh, Next one. Why have you taken your Christmas tree down? The three wise men did not arrive until the sixth feast of the Epiphany, Frank in D16. Does that not, is that not dependent on when, if you include Christmas Day, would that then not be the fifth? I think I read somewhere. It depends if you're including Christmas. But you're right. Listen, I would keep it up forever. I just love the Christmas tree. I read something as well. They said there was little tree spirits. And then if you don't get rid of the tree by a certain time, then the little tree spirits, they say, not in my tree because it's fake, but next year I'm going real again. Um, Baz, my sister takes her tree and decorations down on the 29th of December. You can't do that. The 29th of December, that's awful. That's a grinchy, grinchy attitude. Honestly, it's just not going to cut it at all. Um, 
So, hey, Baz, so this is what we do with our tree every year. We take it down on the 31st of December, probably due to it going up on the 1st of December. That is quite early. And we take it outside and burn it. She's written burn in large... Co- I see you've chosen violence today as, as your attitude of the day. Um, it's cleansing. It feels great. It does. Burning things feels great. You need to talk to someone is what you need to do. No, it does. Um, uh, out with the old year, we bring in the ash and cover ourselves in it and dance around. Ah, uh, we don't really. Thank God. For a second there, I was like, get, get Jack, get that number and ring that person now. Then the arrival of the new year feels so good and clear. On a serious note, we do, uh, we do have a feel to burn the tree in and should not be carried out by unqualified people. Alice and Richie from Leash. I like your attitude. I like your burn the village kind of attitude. That's, you're, you're, you're good in my books. Um, Baz, I was a heavy smoker for years and could not quit. Then as a result of a car accident, I lost my index finger on my right hand. Boom, I never smoked again, Philip. Can I tell you something, right? I, I had a collapsed lung a few years back and I, I was in a hospital ward with people and it was like something from a horror movie, right? I'm not joking. There was me, um, and I had a thing called Bullets Disease, which is kind of like you, you, you're you an incredibly heavy smoker. It has an awful effect on your lungs. Um, but there was other people in there who suffered a lot from blood clots from smoking. There was one guy, right, and he had lost his leg um he he had uh, sorry he had his toes amputated and beside him was a guy who'd lost his leg from the kind of knee down and another guy who'd lost his leg completely right and i was in shock in this room and the guy had just woken up who'd had his toes amputated right and he he kind of uh, lost it a little bit as he did he found it quite traumatic he went i can't believe it i'm out there losing my toes i'm out there lo- i can't believe it and the other guy was waving his stump going what that's a scratch look at me Look at, look at me. And I was sat in the middle of this crazy, crazy room. I'm telling you, the effects of smoking, I don't care what age you are, trust me, it's, it's an awful, it has awful effects in so many ways. One in two people, it's tragic for. I'm telling you, if you smoke, give up. I promise you, you will never regret it. You will never regret giving up smoking. Anyway, there you go. There's my personal story that I'm now. Jack again hasn't taken his head out of his hands for the whole. Oh, he's up. He's up. Okay. The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio One. Oh, welcome back to the Ryan Tuberty Show. I'm Baz Ashmeo. I'm filling in for Ryan. A few texts in here. Uh, there are 14 African birds at Reen Row Beach in South Kerry. Off. Ibis birds, sorry, uh, Ibis birds at Reen Row Beach in South Kerry off the Skellig Ring. They've been there about a week. Beautiful birds. Yeah. Um, next one. Hi, Baz. I'm with you regarding kids going back to school. I have two in secondary. Delighted they're back tomorrow. Do you know what? I joke about it, but but it's so, they're teachers. Like I've, I've got senior and I've got uh, ones in primary and, and the ones in primary especially, like they just, just for their development. I mean, their connection they have with their teachers is is so important and I was worried about how they would develop but they've been doing really well and then also just, just to interact with their friends. Like I say, they've had a very quiet Christmas. They haven't even seen their cousins and things. Just the sooner we can get back to a normality and they can get back to their education. I just think it's... It's important, you know, but I know it's not an easy thing for teachers at the moment. Um, 
Baz, I'm with you. So happy with the kids going back to school. My youngest is in senior infants, is struggling with literacy and needs to be taught. We are working with her at home, but not qualified to teach her. And I'm worried about her ability to read and write. I would be really concerned if she missed more school. She's already missed a good proportion of her first two years in school. Absolutely. Like, you know, you've got education on one side. And then, like what I was saying to you earlier on about just having my kids around me all the time, there's this neediness to them this kind of they're just slightly not like they usually are you know where I just want them to be a little bit freer again and, and find their own personalities and their own developments um, I think we'll have a song will we let's play uh, Soda Blonde Swimming Through the Night go. Nice, isn't it? Nice track. Um, no, God, that's it. I, I've been Baz. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow at nine. Stay tuned for Philip Boucher Hayes. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE radio player.